0: hey everybody welcome to the 52nd episode of the socially distanced podcast the flagship podcast of thepopbreak.com my name is bill bodkin i am the editor-in-chief of the site and your host for this episode uh this is the second installment of our weirdly named falcon and winter soldier review series called the socially and the winter distanced series The fact I had to say that very slowly shows you how weird and awkward this is. You didn't need the the. I don't remember things. But listen, if someone could say it five times fast and post it to our podcast, which you can leave a recording on, on Anchor, Anchor, I will Venmo you a dollar. Ooh. That is legit. I know. Our guest might, our our might actually... He's like, he's thinking about it. Of course, this is, we are talking about, like I said, our favorite will they, won't they rom-com, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, episode three, The Power Broker. I am joined, as you heard already, on this podcast by my co-host. Uh, he recently took a 23 Me DNA test to confirm he is 4,000% Italian, Al Manarino, live from the ranching how you doing man
1: great um i was actually thinking once you were doing the intro when do we stop counting well not not when do we stop counting but like when do we stop announcing the number but like is it a hundred and then people stop giving you shit like like is it like you
0: never do the number and i just always do never i've forgotten
1: after the first one how many we've done
0: i i just like i just i like this the accomplishment i'm just like hey there's a full calendar year of podcasts now, and uh, the laughter you may have heard in the background is he is, this is our, I'm very happy to announce our resident guest for this series. Uh, he will be filling a role that we had um, Ken in for The Mandalorian and uh, Cole Rothacker for, uh, for WandaVision. He is the Falcon of our, our Souls and the Winter Soldier of Our Heart, comedian Ryan Barry returns to the podcast and he's going to be sticking around for a couple of weeks. Ryan, welcome back.
2: Hello, men.
0: (laughs) I know (laughs) it's a very man. It's a very man centric. But I, I, you are the winter soldier of our hearts. So I'm just, I was hoping I could get a little chuckle out of you on that one. I thought long and hard about it for 30 seconds before this podcast. So (laughs) um, before we, we dive deep, long, deep, deep, long, Deeply, deeply into this episode, uh, like to get some quick reactions because Marvel dropped the new Loki, more extended Loki trailer today. Mm-hmm. This is um, recording this on April fifth, a Monday. Um, Ryan, going to start with you. Um, you know, were you are you you're a Marvel guy, but were you excited for Loki? And give us some thoughts on this new trailer.
2: I'm very interested. You know, I saw when I saw like the teaser trailer a couple of weeks ago. I was in seeing a little bit more about this. It looks really badass. It looks really fun. Uh, it doesn't seem so serious. So I'm kind of just in that mode as well. But uh looks colorful as heck. And uh, Owen Wilson with the white hair, he's rocking it, man. So
0: I just saw him and I was like, wow, wow.
2: Wow. <laughs> <Okay>. Wow. wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it's, I think it's going to be great. I think it's just going to be a uh, real popcorn fun.
0: Um, Alphonse, what do you, what's your, what was your take on uh, the new trailer?
1: My, great question. My, my take I on it was, I'm, I, first of all, I think out of all the announced shows and movies and stuff, it was like in the top three for me, just like without seeing anything, just to know that we're going to get a series, not only dedicated to just Tom Hiddleston, who was like a God amongst men, but the what now we know as a loki variant right uh a, you know an alternate version of loki the loki that we meet in
0: endgame oh yeah
1: so it's not it's not the good guy loki that we basically get from you know thor 2 thor 3 we're getting uh you know douchebag avengers new york Chitari loki so I'm really excited for just that. And, and to see the trailer, the extended trailer, the first trailer gave us like it was the perfect tease, like to see him as like D.B. Cooper and see like the shenanigans he was going to go into. Like I was in, like I'm set. The second trailer, the, the trailer that they just showed, just basically announcing the date and everything for it was interesting because you get the more of like, what is the relationship that's going to be, you know, you know, this basically Owen Wilson's character is kind of like Coulson-esque, like a bureaucrat, but for like the time police. Like, did I they mention that. what
0: uh, agency that is, or is there? Yeah, any- they did. No it's um. Is he, so he's a time cop, which he's
1: in- yeah. They're basically time. I forgot oh. what the name. Is I can look it up and I'll, I'll I'll find it in a second. But I'm I've been really excited about this series. I think in terms of like things that we're seeing this year, it's like Eternals, Spider Man, and this. So Spider Man is this year still, right? I yeah. Think. And, yeah, and, and so of we those have are like, too. Yeah, yeah, but those like I think like, WandaVision was up there in just the sense of like this is gonna be cool and weird, but like in terms of like just hearing a title and saying I'm in, it's those three. So I'm really excited for Loki.
0: Yeah, me too. I'm. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I liked. I think one of the my my favorite things was he's like, I where he was basically saying like, yeah, uh, that he was. Is he being? Is this question of is Loki being played? By Owen Wilson and or whatever forces are out there or is he literally distilled a mastermind who's, who is who 10 steps ahead of, ahead of everyone because we have seen him be beaten multiple times in the MCU so I th- found that to be very interesting I've always said this, this very much feels like they just put Loki in some Doctor Who type storylines and I'm totally cool with that um, yeah so Loki coming in uh, was it coming in June uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was gonna be awesome. Because uh, yeah, after this we're gonna get. Um, it's not in Marvel, but we're gonna get the Bad Batch, uh, the animated Star Wars series. Um, so we have a couple weeks. Uh, no more like oh, at least a month, maybe six weeks. No Marvel, so interesting time. So, oh, but-
1: sorry, it's the Time Variance Authority, or the TVA. That's that's the uh, the organizations that the, that Owen Wilson worked for, and his character is apparently Mobius and Mobius. He's the ch I, I don't know. This is I'm just looking at this. Um yeah, he's oh, oh, Mobius Mobius Mobius, and he's the chairman of the TDA.
0: Isn't Mobius oh. also the name of Jared Leto? Morpheus?
1: Mor- Morbius? It, no, Morbius. Morbius.
0: Yeah.
1: I think we just said the same name. <laughs> oh, I think it's Morbius. I think it's the same name.
0: Um <laughs> uh, yeah, then it and then we also for any Marvel fans that uh, we still have the Modoc series coming on Hulu.
1: Yes, it's the only yeah, Hulu so- series that has actually survived. The, I mean, the purge. The purge. Basically, they they announced like four new shows that were in development. There were two or three already, either well, in, Hel- on Hel- air in the
0: pipeline. Hellstrom came out and came and went. Came and went. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. heard of it.
1: There Nothing was bad. there was three Hulu series. Technically, it was it was Runaways. It was Cloak and Dagger. Which I think was Freeform. I don't know if that was Freeform. Freeform oh, free yeah. first, then Hulu, and then Hellstrom, and then they like mixed it. Um, right when they had announced a bunch of animated product products, including mm-hmm. Modox, the only one that's like saved. There was a supposed How with the Duck series, right? Yes. with Kevin Smith yes. and the yes. dude from uh from Aqua Team, Hamburger Force, I think I think oh, that was like, the That would have
0: been good. It would have been
1: great. I, I think I think it was awesome. And then I, it was, as like, long uh, as
0: they would have brought Carl in.
1: It was like a was... Uh, tigra series. and they were supposed to meet up and do um like an offshoot of like the, the Avengers, the defenders. It was like the whatever version of it. I forgot what it was, but the, the offenders. The
0: offenders. The offenders, yeah. It <laughs> the, was the offenders.
1: Offenders. <laughs> offenders, yeah. So um it's interesting. So it's such... that
0: was the shittiest joke ever.
1: <laughs> I know. It's such a weird uh it's weird to think about that we had this whole like Marvel television universe that was just like almost like a a whisper away from the mcu but it never fully embraced it because it was just two different organizations running it
0: listen i'm just excited for a series where we're gonna John ham as tony stark that's gonna be amazing <laughs> and isn't nathan fillion yeah a voice is he wonder man i mean uh, is this the
1: is this the Modok series? Yeah, yeah.
0: they announced oh, Yeah, they just announced that. That's they awesome, just announced that's, the, yeah. Matt uh, Oswald was like losing his mind because he's Modoc, obviously. He's M.O.D.O., so. yeah. Which at first I'm just like, "Oh, this just looks like um robot chicken." And I'm like yeah. no. and I've I've thoughts on that. But then I'm like, "Oh, wait. No, this looks good. I'll watch yeah. it." Um but listen, we we we've sidetracked enough. Let's get into the actual episode itself. Ryan who is not dressed like a sailor slash milkman today. He's, he's in Unfortunately, he's in super civilian. depressing. No, I think for the finale, we should, we should be themed dressed I, for sure. But whoever the guest is I'm
1: starting to build my Falcon wings as we speak.
0: Just, just like make, make, what's the little uh, falcon, what, the, Oh, of red wing. Yeah. Red wing, just yeah. make your son red wing. <laughs> Done excellent. And your 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 ba- your absolute unit of a dog could be uh the winner. He's sword. on a diet. He yeah, he 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 is a he, kid, it. he is a middle linebacker of a, a Corgi if I've ever seen him. He's
1: is very overweight, but very cute. He's a big he looks yeah. like a lion.
0: <laughs> he is he is a lion. He is a lion And Starting in the new Thundercats series is your dog. Is it a th-
1: series or movie? I forgot. I didn't actually read the news.
0: It's everything. Uh, and nothing at the same time. Let's get into the episode and we're going to start with the debriefing. No, this is not a, you know, me being pants in the middle of gym class in eighth grade while shooting a free throw. This is a. Oh my God. Did they
1: actually call that debriefing when you were in school.
0: Nope. But it okay, was a long forgotten memory. I decided to share with everyone. Thank you. Robert. This podcast.
1: This podcast is basically therapy.
0: Uh you have no idea. No idea. Uh, actually, you do. We talked about it on our anniversary episode. Okay, mm-hmm. so let's get on to the debriefing, which is basically a uh, us referencing the Wikipedia plot summary of the episode. So this is episode three, The Power Broker. <laughs> and the way it starts is just like, guys, do you know how to structure sentences? No. Unbeknownst to Wilson, Barnes orchestrates a prison riot to help Zemo escape... And he agrees to help the guys stop the Flag Smashers. They travel to Madrapur, a criminal sanctuary, City Island, and meet with high-ranking criminal Selby. She reveals that the power broker hired former hydroscientist scientist Wilford Nagel, that is the nerdiest name outside of Baxter Stockman if I've ever seen one, uh, to recreate the Super Soldier Serum. Wilson's identity as he was undercover is exposed by his sister, Sarah's call. Selby is killed and a bounty is immediately placed on Wilson Barnes and Zemo. As they attempt to escape a nightclub, Sharon Carter, who has been living in Madripoor as a fugitive saves them from bounty hunters and brings them later to Nagel's lab. They learn Nagel recreated 20 doses of the serum, which uh, Morgenthau stole. Zemo unexpectedly kills Nagel and the lab is destroyed, but Zemo steals a getaway vehicle. Carter stays behind and Wilson agrees to obtain a pardon for her. Well, that's a little out of sequence. Walker, um, the new Captain America, and Hoskins, Battlestar, arrive in Berlin and deduce that Barnes and Wilson helped Zemo dis- escape. Meanwhile, the flag smashers raid a Global Repatriation Council (GRC) storage f- facility in Lithuania for supplies. Zemo, Barnes, and Wilson travel to Latvia in search of Cali Morgenthal. Barnes recognizes a Wakandan a number of Wakandan tracking devices in the street and confronts Dora Malajeo, who demands Zemo. Okay, that was the, that was the plot of this one. So, Al, you in terms of the pre-show when we were just mucking about like boys do, um, men, men, uh, you were not a huge fan of the structure of this episode. Uh, please elaborate and state your case for the jury of the five people, including Nick Pacaro who listened to this podcast.
1: Yeah. It's, it's funny because, I think I was like super, super like anticipating the return of Zemo. And I was 100% not let down in any way. I got everything I wanted and more. Just the dance sequence alone is the maybe the best GIF of 2021. Just throwing that out there. I felt that with the first episode setting the kind of the stage for what we're going to experience, basically a six episode, hour long Marvel movie uh, as we talked about in the last episode you know, more traditional, like what, ex- what are we expecting in a Marvel film? Um, episode two, I thought was like super strong because we got to see, you know, the introduction of the new Captain America and, you know, Wyatt Russell, we, we sang the praises of last week.
0: Um, talking don't about he's a real person, but okay.
1: Not really. He's not a human, but I thought, I just thought the way that they introduced his character in john walker was like fantastic and just the overall episode was great for season, the episode two i just felt that this episode was structurally a very like super setup episode we're like in the midway point we're getting a lot of questions answered but at the same time we're getting more questions thrown in there i saw a, a, a headline saying like you know the the, the show is weak because the f- we don't know what the flag smashers want and i'm like there's still time to figure that out but at the same time i get it because like we're three episodes in and we still don't know what they want we just know that there's a bunch of super soldiers so i felt that the episode itself the moments in it were so great as already previously stated like anything with zemo um the reintroduction of um uh, agent 13 uh, sharon carter so much fun, and uh, again another headline saying like this is like one of the most brutal action sequences that we've ever seen in the MCU. I was all about it; it was fucking great. I um, saw also a lot of cursing. I'm seeing a lot. I'm hearing a lot of shits. Um, a lot of a in, lot in of this uh, in this series so far. But I thought the those things, and of course, like the the ending, the the twist ending of the you know inclusion of uh, Wakanda in it, I thought was great. But I just think structurally, it felt like. You know not ham fisted, but like even the episode title is called The Power Broker. We don't even meet said power broker. I thought that was kind of stupid, but I don't
0: know. Can you just remind me for one second because my brain is uh, fueled by alcohol right now? Is why did some what was the headline where someone called it weak? Why was that again? What was the reasoning? Oh, the weak
1: was because we don't know the motive, like what do the flak smashers want? Like, we know why, okay they're upset or why they are a thing, but we don't know what what's their end goal besides like, get supplies, like what, what are they fucking doing?
0: Uh, Ryan, I'm gonna point that to you, that question to you is like, do you feel like that's, that they really haven't defined these Flag Smashers yet? Because I feel like I kind of know what they're doing, but I mean, I could also be, I'm usually wrong. So what do you think?
2: Well, now it, now that we know that there's 20 of these vials in play, right. They've distributed eight of them out to the flag smashers and, you know, whatever else is being used with those. But even them saying that the power broker who's pissed that they took those materials, you know, they're going to be, he's going to be begging them, you know, down the line. So it, it I think I'm, I think I'm thinking with Al on this one. Cause I'm like, do I know what they're doing? Like, do I not? I thought that they might be using it on that old woman who was like very sick. And I was like, so they're not they're not doing it. Um, yeah, I think I think I am kind of being pulled in in a few ways, and I don't want to, to, to assume, but it, it is interesting. And then I think overall, I mean, they're they're not afraid to to get in there and use brute force and all that stuff. But you can when straight
0: up murder people,
2: <laughs> well, when Marley Carly, you know, sets it on fire, and you can hear those people screaming. Yeah. She was like, come on, let's get out of here. I was like,
0: <laughs> put your seatbelt on, be careful. Yeah. <laughs> that
1: was, that was an interesting turn and not turn in the sense of like, we knew that they were capable of, I mean, like, just like from the first episode and the way that we're introduced to them, we see what they're capable of, but like, to see that she's like, I'm for this cause and these yeah. people, but the way that she's, the way that she said is like, they would have done the same to us. Like, that's a very like, Oh, yeah. okay that's the line she crossed like she's like literally crossed it
2: It was like yeah it was a little extreme for me and I was like oh I didn't really know that she had it in her like you know Mm -hmm. she could punch and kick and be like this is what we're for we don't want borders but just to be like I just set nine guys on fire it's like Carly, Carly, you're losing sight.
0: You know? yeah. That was definitely, I think the her, the guy in the car with her definitely did the hair pull. Like, <laughs> Hey, I thought you wanted to be a teacher. Um, why did you just light all these humans on fire? <laughs> um, but I always just thought like my, I, I, I guess I just took their in the, I guess their uh, introduction, to the second episode. So literally when they're like, we are, uh, or I guess maybe it's the first was they were just like, we don't agree with all the repatriation of all the people that returned the blip. So yep. we're going to literally smash flags, no borders. And we're also going to just create a new world order. And so uh, to me, I'm just like, Oh yeah. So that's like basic tenet of, you know, a radical political movement. Um, oh, I almost went on an American tangent there for a second, but I remembered done that before on this podcast I'm, gonna, I'll do it. I'm not gonna do it um you know it's just like I, I felt like there was um i thought i that was it but i think one question and I, we're gonna jump around the place because this is what we do on this podcast is like i like the fact that we're getting both the both sides of this conflict There is moral ambiguity and moral questioning that the audience has to take into consideration. We see this in 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 this episode, for example. We see this with uh, Agent Carter has been um, basically disavowed by the United States of America post uh, Civil War. Yep. That you know, even the the tin can, the the murdering tin can gets you know uh, pardon even though he's killed thousands of people probably, but because Sharon Carter stole a shield, she's, she's booked, you know, for life. She can't see your father, can't see your family. And, you know, we also have the moral ambiguity of Bucky and Sam being like, we're going to free a big bad from civil war in order to stop these other guys, Mm -hmm. which is a classic comic book, you know, You know, archetype. There ever was one. It's
1: literally the plot of Thor two, and I tried to
0: forget that movie exists.
1: I know, but like Um, Loki. I mean, Zemo. Zemo is literally like the human Loki. He's he's always like the he's ten steps ahead. Like the 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 best and worst thing about Civil War is we got to see a top three Marvel villain just unleash hell with no superpowers, no so infinity. So many people hated that character in that movie. No like, infinity stones. Are not watching this movie? <laughs> it makes no sense. It really does make any sense to me. But like he did more destruction than half, maybe more of the MCU villains so far. And to see just the evolution of his character and not just because like, oh, people found out he's rich. Like, that's great. It's, that's great. he's very like.
0: I'm a baron. Obviously, you know,
1: (laughs) yeah, but like, it's also like a great thing about the Marvel villains is like, they're not bad to be bad. Like if you watch the Snyder cut, like why is Darkseid doing anything he wants to do? Or why is Steppenwolf doing this? There's, you're always questioning it where Zemo and you know, most of the Marvel villains are like, the reason I'm doing this is because I'm right for this reason. And this is the reason. So like the reason that you're even like, trusting zemo for a little bit is because they're like oh he doesn't want to see these super soldiers that's like his big thing he, he fucking thinks these guys are monsters that should be killed just like all the avengers just like any super powered being needs to be eviscerated we know his motive and that's why they are entrusting him with his knowledge because even though they can't trust him at the same time he feels
0: that way so I'm it's like get, i'm gonna get into the trust in a second when we get into our next segment yeah but um yeah, Ryan. Just your thoughts on some of the stuff that Al has said. It's
2: it's crazy because I feel like, well, one, yeah, watching Zemo in this was just like Zemo having fun, just
0: Daddy Zemo start Daddy Zemo man, finish, you know.
2: And it's like whether it was raking out of the prison or mm-hmm. being on his jet and asking his butler to give them the bad food or him like dancing. And
0: oh, by the way, that butler has been in so many things. He's like an American actor. He's been in a million sitcoms and a million movies. And I, I can't reference one of them. He <laughs> him,
1: is- and I don't, want to cut, I don't want to cut Brian off, but him putting on the mask as like my turn, like yeah. that was fucking cool. Like I just, I'm like, that was such a comic book moment, like straight from the page. Like yeah. I need to put on my face before I kick
0: all of the ass yeah amazing i feel like that anytime i have to go out to a bar i need to put on my face that's <laughs> right i feel you you're like
2: excuse me i'm going to the powder room i'll be right back
0: <laughs> so let's get let's get into our next segment which i have named um hold on I, I named it like four seconds before we started it uh the assets which the assets i'm going to be called it's not us rating butts on the episode which Damn we it. could do we I could if we wanted to uh, however um this is basically just going to be like kind of the introduction of new characters and guest stars. And obviously we're going to be focusing on two of them. And the first is the, you know, the guy we've mentioned Zaddy Zemo. The Baron is back uh, played of course, by Daniel Brill, who's back at, in his role. And I'm so happy he's back. Of course, if you, if you just like, I know that guy, I can't place him. He was in *Inglorious Bastards, his most famous role uh, as the sniper. who was And the, the alienist,
1: which no one watched.
0: Oh yeah. I watched that always looked great, and I I totally hey, brave farted on excited. that show. Yeah. Uh,
1: who has There's three like stellar actors? Right? It's like yeah. it's a him and who else? Dakota
0: Dakota Fanning. Yeah. Dakota Fanning. Uh, yeah. And uh, oh, not James McAvoy, the other guy. Oh, uh,
1: I think as oh, oh wait, wait wait is it is it is it um uh
0: Lee Evans- Oh my god! I, no.
1: I almost said no. his villain character from Fast and Furious. Is, the, is it the guy who played Owen Shaw in Fast and Furious? Um, I Luke Evans? Lee is it Luke Evans? It's Luke, Luke Evans.
0: Evans. <laughs> I said Lee Evans. <laughs> Lee Evans was a wide receiver for the Buffalo Bills. I'm sorry.
1: And I was He'll about to good. call him Owen Shaw, and I'm like, no, wait, that's the villain that he played in Fast <laughs> oh, and Gosh, Furious. I I Owen Shaw? It.
0: Remember, he had a bone in the Hobbit? <laughs> You know, you shot dragons. Uh yes, it. Luke Evans. That was on uh, TNT. amazing.
1: My word association there was, was rough, but great. Good to follow those guys. So Thank
0: we you. we get Daniel Brühl back as Zemo and Ryan, I want you to continue. Like your thoughts on this reintroduction of Zemo in the episode, and then I have a couple follow-ups on just overall thoughts on what Zemo is gonna mean to this series. So just you know, run me through your thoughts on the episode yeah, starting yeah, yeah. from the jailbreak, which I thought was which was I thought like um framed amazingly where they're in this random garage and he's like, wait a second, you're <laughs> way too casual about what this <laughs> plan is. Yeah.
2: What did you do? No, it was it was nice, I think, because as as uh dangerous as Zemo is, you know, like I said, though, he's coming in and, and he's having fun from start to finish with like his cars and everything and kicking ass and dancing, you know, but uh, it, it it was a lot of fun because in the back of your mind, you're like, this man is really dangerous. And like as entertaining as he is, it's just like, you guys, you, you know, every now and then Sam will be like, you're going back to jail.
0: Oh, those but lines came so bad. <laughs> They were just like a dad scolding a child, be like, I told you you're going to bed in 10 minutes now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> they said that Marvel, I saw, I saw like a it was like a BuzzFeed article, like the best memes after the third episode of Talking to Winter Soldier. And they said that Marvel is obsessed with the um the uh what's it called? The real housewives cat meme with like the, the, the girl like oh, yelling yeah. and it's like and the and the cat looking.
0: G-mo is that cat. They
1: did it in WandaVision. Yes. When then when uh, Monica uh, Monica came back and fought Wanda and Wanda uh, Agnes takes Wanda to her house and she like looks back at her like this and he literally did the same thing and like they're saying that Marvel's obsessed with that meme. Yes, they
0: should. (laughs) One of the best. And I actually have seen that episode of Real Housewives. So that's sad.
2: Oh, okay.
0: (laughs) Dude, I mean, I've seen so much Bravo. Stuff. That's fine. You want to talk about Vanderpump Rules? Come on, we can do all about it. Truly, truly don't. But I, I was in either, LA. No, I have the knowledge within uh, me. And when I got my COVID test, that was the memories that weren't erased. It's like, come on, I don't was, need to know about Jacks.
1: I was in LA, and I was like, oh, to, to one of my friends because we were out for a uh, conference that we were working. And she said, I'm like, oh, what are you guys doing tonight? She's like, oh, we're going to the restaurant owned by the Vanderpump lady. And I'm like. Have fucking fun. Yeah. <laughs> you
0: know, those places look like they serve a mean cocktail. Listen, I'm not going to judge any place. If you could serve a good drink, Yeah, you're um, I'm your guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I one thing you brought up, Ryan, was like this danger with Zemo. Yeah. And how did you feel like, did you think the inclusion of Zemo throughout the entire episode just made this a more tense viewing experience for you?
2: You. I, I did in a way, and I was like, they're not just going to bring him in here because even though Zemo is sort of in play, I don't think that Zemo is the big bad of the season. Mm. Uh, you know, mm. as mentioned, the power broker sort of in the background, um, and he's going to kill Carly and he's
0: if it is a he
2: if it is. Is indeed a he, and we
0: will get that into it about the power broker in our next segment. Yes, four, yes, yes.
2: But um, it definitely kind of, yeah, it kind of up the stakes a little bit because, but now they're sort of at this guy's mercy, and you know him being like, "You do everything that I say, or this is going to be our cover is going to be blown while we're here in Madripoor, and so you better do." You know, I say jump, you say how high, and him sort of. You know that he's kind of like in Bucky's head a little bit and he like, he found the notebook and he's like, what is this about? So he's just like a shifty mofo, but it's just, I think long-term for Bucky, it might not mean something great, but it's, it sure is a pleasure to watch him. So. I didn't like, he say
1: specifically, like, there's still something there? Oh, yeah. No, like, you didn't take all of it out? I was like, fuck. I think that's he's cool. That. Well,
0: he also says, when he orders him to beat the shit out of all the guys at the bar, he's like, didn't take him long for him to slip back into that. <laughs> and it, But for me, I watched everything Zemo did, like, from getting on the plane to, here, uh, eat the snake guts shot, yeah. uh, to... Which I thought I was like, oh, this is going to be poison or something like that. Yeah. When he ditched, when the shootout started happening in Andropore, where he's just like, all of a sudden darts off to the side. I'm like, oh, okay, he's gone. Yeah. Or when he puts the when he puts the Cobra Commander mask back on, I'm just like, he's going to scream, grow, then leave. You know, it's going to be great. Uh, but I kept thinking um, everything he did, even after that, when they're on the plane and they're eating, I'm like, he's poisoned their food. Yeah. Like, I was Paranoid the yeah. entire time watching that because i'm like i don't trust this guy especially when you see him like when when we're getting the exposition dump from uh Nagel he like he's like hmm where's the gun here <laughs> okay <laughs> shoot him and i'm just like oh shit this is when it goes down yeah i
2: agree it's Alice,
1: uh, i was just, go no go run right. right. I, I think okay, it's yeah.
2: going to be one of those things where right now in episode 3 we're like everyone keep your eye on zemo keep your eye on zemo and in episode 5 when he flips something, we're going to be like, oh, we should have kept our eye on Zima. You know yeah. what I mean? We're going to be like, we also fell for it. Oh.
1: And I, I think I, so the the reason we are we're going to feel that way is because I think in a normal
0: Alan television. Alan's also show, gotten into my son is asleep whispering right now. That's right. And also, he has Sorry. an elevated state of consciousness. Read into that, which you may. Third Eyes yeah. right now.
1: Sure. So, we, I think, as an audience, are going to read into that. Like, we're going to get hit with it because in a normal television show, any other series, when he breaks off from them, puts the mask on, jumps down and kicks all the ass, he's out. He's out of there. He takes that car and bounces. The fact that he comes back and is maskless, that's just like I had to put on my face to kick all of the ass. (laughs) get back into my my true self, but I'm also still playing these idiots. Yeah. I need to, they're only gonna help me with my cause and then I will cut them off and I will be Baron Manzimo forever. Like I'm just like, that's the reason I put him in the upper echelon of the Marvel villains because he's just so fucking smart. He's Loki without powers. Exactly. He's just too goddamn smart. I, 10 steps ahead.
0: The other great thing about him is that Daniel Bruhl is also (laughs) so wonderfully, subtly hilarious. Oh my God. That he just is just like, I'm just going to, he just like throws something in there just so effortlessly.
1: The Marvin Gaye, the Marvin Gaye thing um, was phenomenal. I love how they brought that back from uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But I do think the reason Zemo's around is I think he's not the big bad of this series, but season yeah it's not that
1: he's the big bad but we already know no the, I, I
0: think mean, he will be
1: oh yeah for sure not i mean for... i i don't even think we get power broker this season and we can talk about that later i don't I think
0: oh, we do we're gonna talk about power broker but How before we, we get to power broker but let... i've been wrong a lot well i mean yeah <laughs> we're as the host of this podcast rarely are the
1: mailman know. is still Mephisto.
0: yeah so right if you don't <laughs> know this so in our wandavision series we had two prevailing theories both of which never were proven or uh-huh. proven. that the, remember there was the male like the male person
1: who could forget him
0: yeah so Al, thought that was Mephisto because thank of you and how he right. just kept saying these things like these very like wink wink breaking the fourth wall lines he's against yeah. like, it's Mephisto and mine was that the dog they got was actually the beekeeper <laughs> <laughs> because you never see oh the beekeeper again and then it's he just like he gets changed into him and then they straight up murder his ass yeah, so uh, neither of which were ever validated but right.
2: okay would have made the
0: show better uh, I th- oh my god <laughs> if, the, if, if we found like where the dog was it was sparky was and it's really just the beaky of his corpse <laughs> i would have sh- literally shit my pants <laughs> and would be like i'm right gotta go change my pants um but while we transition into our uh, our next character, because it was, um, you know, we knew she was going to be in the series. We saw her name in the credits for the first two episodes. We we're like, when is Emily of camp mm-hmm. going to get off the resident on Fox and come to, I'm glad <laughs> you guys laughed at that uh, and come to this series. And here she is. She is the, the, uh, what I guess we say with the guardian angel of Falcon and the winter soldier, because uh, apparently, maybe she was the sniper who took out um, one of the people who was trying to gun down uh, Sam and Bucky, but then comes around and then definitely mows down a few people for them. That's definitely is, her. She was, uh, she's living in Andropore. She is a uh, art forger, uh, no, smuggler. Yeah. Uh, and she throws ridiculous raves. People love throwing shapes into the uh, subconscious. It's a wonderful experience, and as we mentioned before, after she stole Captain America's shield, she is she has been disavowed by the US government. She would, no one gave her a pardon, no one helped her out after the blip or anything that happened with the Infinity War. Uh, she can't see her family because she'll be arrested immediately. And she's been forced to live basically on Pleasure Island slash Tortuga from Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> and she's here, and she has to live in this, you know, and she has to survive by becoming a criminal. Uh, she comes back, and she helps uh, arrange this meeting with Nagel, and things happen afterwards where she talks to her driver and says, "We've got a major problem." So let's talk about the return of Carter and kind of a darker Carter. Uh, Alma, start with you. Your thoughts on her return in? And was this how you expected her to uh, return?
1: I think based on like the outfit that we saw in the trailer, I was thinking like more of like a undercover slash like in the weeds version of her. So like this wasn't surprising in that aspect. And I just, I just knew after the first episode, like how they were going to make, and because and of WandaVision as well, like they were going to make the blip and I guess the snap too of like, that's going to be a through line for the entire like rest of the MCU. So it's like, what happened to all of these side characters we're going to get reintroduced to during that time. So it's like, this is a good way to do it. Like, hey, ever since, you know, um, Civil War, I've been a wall. I never got a pardon. You know, you guys were on the land for years, plus there was just a five year gap. So like, I'm still on the land. Like it made sense in that aspect. And I thought her reintroduction was like phenomenal, too, because I think I said last episode, I was upset, like straight up upset that she was cast in that role because one of the rumors was Alison Brie, who yeah, I love. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. And if they ever just do a female Captain America, like that's number one pick for me. I thought she'd be phenomenal in that, especially after Glow. So I was never a fan of her. But, you know, as soon as I saw, you know, Winter Soldier, I was like, oh. Perfect. She's great, and then in Civil War, I was like, "Great, she's still good," but we never got to see her time to shine. You know, like we're seeing Zemo unleashed. Here, we also get her unleashed, and one of the coolest like action sequences. And it's almost like they, it's almost like it was like a a scrapped Black Widow sequence that we didn't get to see. Like it was just like you could easily threw in you know, Natasha in that role would be like perfect. And it just shows like how badass that character is and how, you know, the potential she could be. She, you know, in the comics, and we talked about this a little bit last week, was, you know, that was another, I think that was another character introduced by Ed Brubaker, but definitely someone who was in specifically, like very heavily featured in that run for the death of Captain America and the Winter Soldier and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, she's always portrayed as, a badass. She's a literally Agent 13. Cool as hell.
0: Well, Ryan, your thoughts on the reintroduction of 13 uh, and do you have any, do you think she's uh, on the up and up? Because I'm going to introduce a theory brought up by, actually our former managing editor on the site, Matt Kelly in his uh, video series, where they talk about is Sharon Carter a traitor?
1: Nando vs. movies.
0: Nando v movies. Nando v movies. Yeah, v movies. yeah it's uh, is Sharon Carter, you know, is she all that she's cracked up to be?
1: Hmm. Well, you know, it's crazy
2: because no, this isn't at all where I thought we would find her. I, yeah, I thought that she would be on some sort of, you know, secret mission, welcome back into the CIA kind of, you know, picking up where she left off. And it's sort of interesting to see this character who, you know, is not a superhero, and sort of just experiencing this fallout of her actions and sort of just being like, yeah, you know, yeah, we are not welcoming you back. And as soon as you set foot back in the USA, we are going to arrest you. So she's just out there doing what she has to, to survive. It's kind of cool to see a character change like that. You know, she was, um, uh, Steve Rogers neighbor who was, you know, talking to her aunt, uh, you know, well into the night and she's just kind of watching out for everybody and and she was behind Steve and, and all this stuff. And now she's just like, you know, superheroes are ridiculous. Like, you know, of course you gave up that shield. You know, of course it's ridiculous. So it's interesting, like her worldview has changed so drastically, but I think all for the better. But I think that ultimately she was always capable of 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 this, but it is really cool to see her just like, kicking ass and being bloody and stabbing guys. And she's just like, all right, you three gentlemen go inside the shipping container and you do that. I'm going to hold off these 15 dudes by myself. So.
0: I was, uh, my favorite moment of her, was she gets the dude, one dude in an arm bar and then just like rolls over with like a knife, the size of my shin and just like stabs him in the kidney. It was just like, yeah, not going anywhere. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, that's funny you're talking about when we first meet her, she's literally the blonde haired blue eyed, all American girl working for the government and yeah. she's out to protect Captain America. And now she's kind of the salty Han Solo type who's just kind oh. of like, I've been jaded by the world. And like you said, she calls out Sam just like every time he tries to do one of his grandiose things. And she's like you have no authority to get me cleared. They obviously don't, you're not even working for the government really. Uh, It's just like, whatever, man. And uh, yeah, it's just like, I'll help you because of, for basically in honor of helping because of Steve, like she's like, I'll do it for him. And, you know, I also don't want the world to end essentially. So, but I also did not expect this. I thought she would be, you know, kind of what we had seen from her in the past. She works for the government and she's, on the sly helping Bucky and Sam. And that's it. Yeah. Uh, I'm wondering if we do get a confrontation between her and Zemo at some point leading to her ultimate demise. Uh, but uh, let's move into. I,
1: I want to say one, like one ish more thing about
0: it. And I think it's part
1: of the reason why I didn't think that this episode was the strongest was just like, I felt like she not only had to play the more, you know, evolved, badass version of herself. But at the same time, she also had to be like, just like exposition overload. Exposition and, Jones, yeah. Exposition Jones, like she had to say so much where mm-hmm. I think a lot of it could have been implied of like, you know, like who were you, like they could have literally asked for, who are you working for as she's saving them? She's like, I don't work for anyone. And like they could have dropped more hints instead of like, oh, because of this, this happened and that like I like I felt they did her dirty by making her have to explain so much of what has happened in the last like seven years or whatever, in the sense of like what what has been what has she been doing since civil war like i just felt that was uh wrong in that sense
0: well, marvel has a sense of doing this we saw this multiple times at wandavision where they're like okay everybody <laughs> it's time to play your favorite game let's spell it out and yeah but they
1: can make right it fun can, like they did in wandavision right, this wasn't but fun it no, was it was just like
0: here, here's why i'm wow. not as like chafed by it is because here's someone who has been on the run who's had to hide from everyone. And then all of a sudden these two douchebags walk into her life and they're like, we need your help. And she's like, Oh, Oh, I have been saving this for seven years. You're the first people from this world. And who got, who fucked my life up. Yeah. I am going to unload on you. And it, but instead of there was a better dramatic way to do it as opposed to exposition Jones. But I mean, that's yeah. what they ended up doing. But I mean, that's the thing. Like, when people get mad and they're, they've had to hold it in forever. They're just going to talk. And so that made sense. I got the, Mm the, the way the, uh, the device of the exposition dump. It's just the exposition dump itself. Like they could have driven home more of the heroes are bullshit Mm -hmm. uh, storyline, which were, which is, which is kind of the through line of this whole series. It's
1: it's funny because the way we get the reintroduction of Zemo is just like, Hey, what up winter soldier? Let me let, I knew he was going to open with, with the code. And I, I, that was great. Like the way to like reactivate him. He's like, yeah, I figured it didn't work, but I, I mean, I got to try. I'm fucking I'm Zima, but,
0: but hey, that's she was, it. She then was you less get, of a character though. I mean, she had like very little to do in those movies.
1: She's in literally two movies and is an important figure in both. I'm saying, I, I already said that like, we're getting the full awesome unleashed. This is the multiple episode arc, you know, and potentially season two where we get to see more of her character. Like, great. And I totally agree that, she, you know, she didn't get as much screen time. Totally understand that. But at the same time, we know this character. This character means something to us as viewers. So they're either trying to pander to people who may not have seen everything.
2: Taylor Allen, oh, this is- Taylor,
0: <laughs> Taylor Allen. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see Civil War. Even I saw Civil War. <laughs> like that's it's like, I was like what? They had, he,
1: she had to go through their whole history to explain where she is now, and it, it, it's again, it's just an exposition, Jones. But at the same time, I, now I'm a little more forgive
0: forgiving because.
1: Yeah the way you said it or yeah. the way i said it or I explained it to myself that it might be the first time people are seeing this character My squirrel finds another nut every once in a while
0: thank you uh but that's for me being right uh is so let's go to our next segment which is mandatory therapy which i now have to do uh is um hey uh well we, we're gonna talk some theories here uh and, and so i'm gonna pitch the first one to you guys and I kind of touched upon this already that last line she has with her driver who, Hey girl, why would, why didn't you? you look like a badass. Why don't you come help her? You know, <laughs> come on, dude, you're standing right there. Yeah. Um, I, feel like, I feel like
1: Sharon would have like a, like a James Bondian style car where like there's like Gatling guns, like coming out of the, like the,
0: exactly. Listen, yeah. if you could have that type of DJ and throw in, throw that type of party, you can afford some Gatling guns on your, in your, in your head, your, uh, your, your, Headlights there, um, she says we've got a problem. What do you guys think this problem is? So Ryan, I'll start with you since you look really confused and <laughs> <laughs> shit. It was gonna. Well,
2: it's so weird because I'm like, oh man, like, like, because there is another theory going out there, and I don't know if it's too early to
0: say. Never right. too early. Say. Right.
2: I mean, I've spoilers just question mark?
0: But it's a theory, so yeah. it's really not a spoiler. It, I thought Is, a, I thought a man turned into a dog.
2: <laughs> Is Sharon Carter the power broker?
0: This mysterious power mm. broker who we do not know anything about. Uh, that's the question. It's I. I in my
2: heart, and like I know in the comic books, she's you know she's she's a good guy when the day is through, and you know she's Peggy Carter's niece, so I kind of want to believe that there's that that inherent goodness in her. But man, that would be a real wrench to just kind of throw us that curveball. And uh, I I don't know, man, if if she was so jaded, you know, seven years to to do all this and and kind of create this empire well then good on her. But, uh, you know, yeah. When she's like, we, we have, uh, we have a problem, actually a few of them. It's like, do you mean like three? Like,
0: <laughs> Or do you mean that 12 test tubes that you can't find right now?
2: Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's weird because, um, I don't know, it's, it's thrown out there. And of course we're, we're kind of, well, what does that mean? Who is this woman? What, she's in the backseat of the car. She's not driving. Uh, you know she's the big boss now it's uh it's interesting but i'm very i'm I'm very excited to kind of see oh because I want to see more of her
1: yeah.
2: in that element uh, to kind of kind of revel in that character that she's become so
0: al what, what did you think of those final two lines?
1: I didn't pick up on her being the power broker because I think they gave us too much, again, exposition of like where she is now. Like she's talked too much for it to not be true. And then we got to see it in action. So it was just like a little odd for me. And I feel like if you're going to name it, that only reason I can.
0: Uh, so this is how Luke Cage Power Man comes into the series. Stop it. Power Let's broker. not even talk
1: about that. Because if, if you talk about the way that Luke Cage season two ended, totally makes sense. Um, no, I felt that I felt that if you call an episode power broker and never see said power broker, then maybe we did see it and that could be Sharon. So it makes sense in that sense.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I, it doesn't seem very marvel to do it that way though.
0: I think it's a red herring. I think it's It's a red herring. I think it's a red herring. I think this is all. Just, I think the problem is all just like, hey, nerds, yeah. you're going after I think, every, every, you know, someone picked up a tissue yeah. from WandaVision and you thought it was <laughs> Thanos. So guess what? We're going to, we're just going to throw Emily Van Camp from Revenge yeah. out here and she's going to blow your minds. And um, I don't think she's the power broker.
1: I think the problem she could be a is that the power broker is on to them. Like, I think it's very like that, just like on the nose kind of. What it could be like, I, I, I can't see her being. I mean, I can see it, it would be cool as hell at the same time mm-hmm. to have her as an adversary ish. The funny thing is that no one knew Madripoor, like, like you know, no one knew of it. Except Rosina, of course. Except for obviously, except for I mean, in, in terms of uh, by the
0: way, I would love Magic yeah. to just be this new like place where a lot of shows go because I'm like, that's a cool area. Like, well, it yeah. was
1: very, it was like Blade Runner esque, yeah. but it was also like you could just say, oh, it's a, it's a, it's a town in Wakanda. Like, it's well, like, it kind of looked
0: like that, uh, like that where we had that battle sequence in the early part of Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just like, yeah, let's, let's, let's make this like, you know, the where was that? I don't
1: remember. It was not at Well, it wasn't Andrew but it also, it also wasn't, um, Wakanda. also wasn't Wakanda. No, I'm trying to remember where it was.
0: Uh,
1: wait, it
2: it it they're on the, the outskirts of town. They're like, ah, do you smell that? And they're like, is that acid? And he's like, it's Madripoor.
1: I was like, what? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> <So> <laughs> how do you know what acid smells like? Yeah, <laughs> that was, that was weird. Yeah. Um,
1: but yeah, yeah, no, I, I'm, I can't see it being Sharon just because it gives people, it just gives Marvel the opportunity to either introduce someone new or reintroduce someone from the lore that they've started since like 2008. And I was trying to think, I was trying to backpedal, like who can that be? Yeah. It would be interesting if, this this is full on tinfoil hat theory, but imagine it's Killmonger.
0: Oh, I had a different theory about where they are but killmonger but i mean isn't
2: he yeah wait isn't he is he dead
0: he's dead he's very dead
1: but he also had he also had the power of the black panther in him so i'm just thinking like that would be if someone's going to get resurrected like in the current state of mcu listen one of the theories was the next black panther was going to be him like if that's a theory, then the fucking he
0: could be the power broker. Could be. That's right. But I have an alternate theory, especially where they ended up at the end of the episode. They're in Latvia. Who is from Latvia? Fucking Dr. Doom. <laughs> like, you know. Why would he not? Like, I'm just like, he could be the power broker. He easily, is he from easily Latvia? Latvia.
2: Latvia. Oh. Well, wait, wait. wait. You, Say this again. <laughs>
0: What do you think? Latvia? Right.
2: <laughs> or Latveria?
1: No, it's Latvia. Well, let me check. Where
2: is here. where is Dr. Doom from?
0: Latvia. Latvia? Well, I think you're you're combining. I think you just combine the two. Uh, the you're same. combining Latvia and Bavaria. You know what? Bring you you uh, okay. you Google that. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> no. No, 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 He's right. It's He's right. latveria
1: Oh. Uh, Wow. So I'm going to just, uh, just Which, take away my... Uh, I'll take on. away my nerd card now, actually.
0: yeah, uh, It's surrounded by the Carpathian Mountains and borders Simcaria, home of Sil... Okay, that's all made up. Is um, <laughs> that that's just like...
1: Is that like... So here's a weird question, and this is more of an honestly.
0: I, th- I honestly think we're all right, because if you look at it on a map, it's just like, that's fucking Latvia. <laughs> like, but I think when they made it, when they... Well, made- comics not- it was it was in the ussr so it was like not a real country anymore oh well, yeah so i think dr doom you can't rule him out because it's just like that'd be cool he's a I'm power awesome. he's a powerful marvel villain scientist also uh,
2: something that you didn't mention lot? um zima was like oh you know after what happened in uh sokovia oh, yeah. you know they they uh you know abolish those borders. And it's basically just like rubble. And it's almost like it was never there. So it's, I don't know, let's see. Let's see if a uh, Latveria. Is, uh, <laughs> Rose uh, in Latvia. I'll be uh, getting an Airbnb there.
0: Super <laughs> lovely. It's got a lot of old architecture in <laughs> Latvia. Um, but I, I think it could be a, a Dr. Doom or it could be someone of that ilk of like a bigger Marvel bad guy or that's gal cool. who is going to be revealed at the very end mm. of the season, because you can't say it's episode five. Hey, it's Dr. Doom. And you're like, yeah. well, actually episode five would be the penultimate episode. So it can't be episode four. And you're like, Oh, it's Dr. Doom. Yeah. Um, but who else could be a big bad within the Marvel universe that would make a modicum of uh, sense?
2: See, that's the thing. I keep because trying it's like, not to figure out who, it's not who Zemo. goes with who. Yeah. But it's just like who pairs up well, yeah, um,
0: with Captain America, the Captain America storyline.
2: Yeah, because well, they're using like so many characters, and and, and
0: Red yeah. Skull's dead, so it's not. Yeah, exactly. You know
1: who? You know who would have been really good, but was also killed. Same movie too, Claw.
0: That's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. I was like, it's not Claw, right? Claw's you know? dead.
1: Now Claw, Claw got his ass killed by yeah. the Killmonger. Coincidentally, but you know what? Know.
2: As soon as they, as soon as it's revealed. I bet we're all going to be watching independently and just be like, fuck, oh, of course. <laughs> of course. How do He's we not think crazy, of
1: this obviously. person?
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, I don't yeah. know, but I, I, I love that they just have this idea. Ooh.
1: Quick quick bonus question, since I've already mentioned two murdered uh, MCU villains. Is there an MCU villain that you would want to, back in some capacity just to get more stories about them and i'll start it off real quick hella i loved hella and 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 ragnarok sorry mm-hmm. bill but
0: i know who, um, i know who that is
1: i know but in the sense of like i would love to have seen more of of um her yeah
0: like, um i would have gone with uh robert redford it's great no oh. also great, great pick yeah, yeah yeah yeah
2: um,
1: mine is Wait, the we did villain. we can't, we do get no, I know I'm sorry I know. Bill spoiler
0: no I know I, I know because Matthew Barry from ESPN fantasy Football is in the scene with him, and he all the time,
2: So um, the villain from Doctor Strange, uh, carcillus Mad's milk you liked him I, I mean, did I, liked I really did really? I did wow yeah he's a
1: weak he was so I, weak um, to me there was
2: such that moment and I always. I think of it often, where he's uh, being interrogated, and he's like, you know, Doctor Strange is basically like, "Why are you doing this?" And he kind of, when he's like in those chains, and he he almost like starts crying, Mm -hmm. and kind of is like alluding to the fact that he, I'm assuming, lost his family. I think that's that's kind of like his story.
0: Usually, the ML. usually. Um,
2: Yes, it's it's. I don't know. I'm 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 interested. I would love to see him again.
1: I'd like to see more. I would have liked to have more screen time with him to get his motive. I think if they showed a little bit of that in a very like Mandalorian esque way of
0: like showing mm-hmm. like, Oh,
1: why does he hate droids?
0: Oh, it's because they murdered every person he knew I ever. I'd like to see more of crossbones. I mean, he was like, I do, I, I we
1: get a good, I know, like, but like arc feel, of crossbones I like, though.
0: I feel like he's yeah. an RA. Right, he's an all right character that you could have milked a little bit more out of uh, being like, Hench- you saw
1: Civil War or didn't see Civil yeah, War? Yeah,
0: I did see Civil War. Oh, okay, I know what okay, Happens. He's in the whole beginning part, yeah, but I'm just as crossbones. He's a he's a good, like he's Frank Grillo is just
1: the dude though. Like you want to just watch right more Frank Grillo. Grillo.
0: Yeah, I like Frank Grillo, and he's I think he's, he's a good number two to the big bad. Like I would like to see more oh, yeah. of him. Like he's not like I can't think of an over. Like because they brought back the guy I want to see, and that's Zemo. Yeah, That yeah. was the guy. I was just like that's the guy. villain I want to see more of, and they brought him back. Mm-hmm. So. Um,
2: Actually, the other guy I was just thinking of from Doctor Strange, Baron Mordo.
1: Yeah, like he's supposed to be. He was supposed to be the villain of. Oh,
0: what season two? No, power broker. I was just thinking that too. Mm -hmm. I mean, mean,
1: he literally has powers, so that's
0: kind of possible. I'm
1: writing it down. (laughs) Do it now, Awesome. awesome. (laughs) Listen, it would be great to see. Is that another? (laughs) <laughs> no, that's true it's might too much. it Barren. might be too much No,
0: so that's the new series it's baron versus baron <laughs> baron baron v baron oh, um, let's bring up let me um i have a couple more questions so we don't really ahead. know who the power broker is gonna be just yet but no.
1: we also didn't know who the uh the aerospace
0: engineer or whatever no, we found out that there was a reveal on that but they just but it sucked to- well they just thought like a whole bunch of people would stamp their feet and they wouldn't be happy. A whole bunch uh, of people, everyone, not everyone. I would have been totally everyone. fine. It was blue. Marvel. Then wasn't it? Um, I would have been cool with blue. Marvel. They, they would have been fans would have been happy if it was blue. Marvel. I don't know. It
1: wasn't, it was, it had to have been nonsense. It had to have, have been, been a scroll. Um, yeah. Um, it must've been some stupid.
0: Yeah. Um, so my next one was going to be, um, okay. Well, we were talking about Sharon's. We kind of touched upon it. Can we t- trust Zemo already? Uh, let's talk about the involvement of Wakanda. Like, didn't see that one coming, but we kind of should have. Yeah. Because they hate Zemo. He killed their king. Yeah. Uh, we had that whole Exposition Jones line where it's just like, well, he killed King T'Chaka. t'chaka and then it's just like, can't you have a more elegant way to say T'Chaka? Because it just sounds like <laughs> You're just an American pronouncing something, Uh, but maybe that's the point. Um, what what's Wakanda? What do what we? What's this connection, guys? Like, I, I mean, is this something we've seen in comic books before? Uh, tying everything back in there. I know we have a connection with the Winter Soldier, Alpha and mm-hmm. So, Al, I'm going to start with you. WTF, man? Why the now?
1: It's it's funny because like, uh, is it uh, Ao Io? How do you pronounce Ayo, it? I think yeah, Ao or Io. I thought it was Ao. Ayo. I know it's Ayo. Oh, you're Okay, I'm gonna go with Ao, but I apologize to anyone if I'm wrong. So, um, it's funny because the inclusion of Ao, it's just it could have been literally anyone. She could have said her name was anything, but just like knowing that she's a part of the Wakandan guard, and I can never say the name right, so I'm gonna say the Wakandan guard. Yeah. Um, knowing that she's a part of it, just by her, just like general appearance, like oh, cool, like the, Their involvement is great. It would have been cool to see, um, Okoye. I was, a dad, Okoye. I was gonna say her, the actress's name because I forgot Okoye, but yeah, yeah. Sure it would have been great to see Okoye. Just like oh. like would have just lost my shit. Yeah. Um, it's funny that they're like keeping tabs on the White Wolf, and that's the reason I knew that there was gonna be some involvement because he brought up that his name was the White Wolf. Mm. I was like, oh, maybe we'll get a little Wakandan. Um, whether they go there or do something involving Wakanda, I knew we were going to get that involvement. So I'm interested to see how this comes into play. Because it's like, oh, we're only using Zemo to get to this and then he's going right back to prison. Like they could just, he could literally sit at the end of the episode and she'd be like, all right, cool. i will see you later. (laughs) No, she wouldn't have. (laughs) No, she would not have. But I'm saying like her involvement, her being there is going to, it's almost like growing this strange team. Um, oh yeah. She's trying to, try kind of you, to now. you know, so I'm, I'm interested in to see where it goes or we're going to get some sort of, um, you know, winter soldier AO battle, which would be kind of cool. Or both. Oh, also I actually posed the question and this might've been a Bill question is do we find out
0: the King is dead here? Uh, no. I don't think so.
1: Wouldn't it be? I, it's it's so weird to me that we live in post Chadwick Boseman world.
0: Because remember this. Rest in
1: peace. God damn it! Like well, I actually like was devastated this. for days after this. But I'm just saying, like it's it's going to be weird to you know start a movie, start a sequel to a movie that starred a man who is no longer with us, mm-hmm. and take it into a different direction. Like it might be almost more comforting to you know, to announce
0: well um, here's the the character's death in
1: another series to kind of lay the groundwork for where the the second movie goes
0: we don't know when this part was filmed because remember this was supposed to be the first series yes right this was supposed to be released chad bozeman i believe was still alive yeah oh yeah
1: he passed in what uh was was it august or september
0: yeah but they were when they filmed would have filmed this, he would have still been alive. So Correct. if she would have filmed, if they had filmed that, then it wouldn't, it might not happen. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I, I just don't like, you could almost like write it off as a, write it in a way that it's just like, she's away and she's not heard about it because, and that could be an end yeah. credit where they add that she finds out that he's passed. Mm-hmm. Um That'd be such a heavy note to end on, though. So heavy. Like, yeah. I'm trying to I just think, don't
1: like, see, I just how see. do they do it? It's such just a weird, think, I, terrible I thing it, for them to do.
0: I think it's just addressed in the next movie, to be That's honest with you. Nuts. Yeah. I think it's addressed in the next movie.
1: How, though? How do you promote a movie that I don't know. Right? That's what I'm saying. Like, it's, I, Because I don't think like...
0: they have it. I think they, they've had to rewrite the whole... Th- they're rewriting all of it, so yeah, I don't think they, they include it because... They don't have it rewritten and they don't, they, because it's not complete, it might not be completed yet. So they don't have a way for it to seamlessly flow into the rest of the MCU. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't know if mm-hmm. we, I don't think we see that. By the way, do you have a Grateful Dead Bear on your shirt? Because you are the least jam band person. Yeah. I've ever met in my life because okay. I okay. It's <laughs> That's like jacuzzi every...
2: Clothing it <laughs>
0: No <laughs> that's great yeah. Specifically... I'm so bougie that I have to be, put a Grateful Dead Shirt on just to go okay. in my hot tub <laughs> no. It's it's
1: no it's because it's a music themed No it's because I went to Dogfish Head Brewery In Delaware and they did a collaboration With Grateful Dead called the American Beauty that was the, the beer oh, that I they remember did that one. Yeah. And I was like oh that's a cool shirt and the, the back of it's really dope and I like the Little bear in the front so uh, just there you saying, go. I know it's a
0: visual the, podcast, guys. I know. I know you also love uh, certain herbs and medicines that the band promoted. Uh, Ryan, what's your thoughts of uh, <laughs> the Wakanda um, of it all?
2: Well, you know what was so weird. I mean, he's he's at the end of the episode, right? Um, Winter Soldier. He wants to kind of part ways with uh, Sam and Zemo, and he's like, "I'm going for a walk," and he finds these little beads, and I was just like, "Could that be Wakanda? Like, would they throw that in here?" And I love that they did. And actually, that that actress was part of uh Black Panther's guard in civil war before Okoye was even
0: Oh okay.
2: Dead. so she was the first one. So I saw her right away. Wow. And I was like, is that chick? I was like, I'm in. That's dope. Uh,
1: oh, wait, she's the one that like steps on like 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 steps up to Black Widow, right? Yeah. She's yeah. Like, Move
2: or you will be moved. Be moved. and moved. Yeah, was she was badass. Like, I want to watch this. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, so I recognized her right away, and I was like, "That's awesome!" Uh, I just kind of want to see, you know, this this whole we're well established in this world, but still, you know, these little touchstones of just how big this goes with Sokovia, Wakanda, uh, Madripoor. We, now we're just this, this world is is so expansive, and I think it's awesome. And and her kind of entering into the scene, Ao or Io, you know. I I don't really know how it's going to play but I it, it is weird to to sort of I feel like you know picking cards out of a deck you have no idea what you're going to get really like when you're playing poker so it's just like Zemo, Falcon, Winter Soldier, Sharon, AO and just who else they're going to like throw in so it's um it's interesting because I don't know how it's going to work but I I trust that it will uh I think that they're going to make it make sense and I'm just, I'm pumped. I really, I really, really am. I think it's just going to be some, some more kick-ass fight scenes. By the time that this is all over,
0: so So, let's move on to one other character we that we touch on in the episode, and that's John Walker, aka Captain America, who's turning into more of a dick by the episode.
1: Uh, Nice, which 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 I I called.
0: What'd you say, Ryan? My spit rag oh god he was just i was just like now you just see that in the world we live in and we're just like oh no that's terrible you should not be doing that stop <laughs> spitting everyone god damn it um what's what the what's fuck's the going, what the fuck's going on with John walker
1: i literally said it
0: in the last episode i, I said like we're drunk during that episode so don't remind me okay
1: well we get a brief brief inclination of the the character that he can be because we get the introduction of him in the beginning the 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 all-american boy following the footsteps of captain america and then by the end of the episode we get if you're in my way i'm you know don't get in my way basically like i'm gonna fuck you up so we get like this like kind of like angry or, 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 uh, you know, get, I'm going to, I, I can get to another level. And in this episode, we get literally level. the old fashioned statement of, do you know who I am? Yeah.
2: Do you know why? Karen I am? of the Marvel Universe. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I need to speak to your manager. I'm yeah. Sure. The Karen, the Karen, exactly. It's the Chad of the universe. <laughs> so,
1: so I, I, I just think we're getting, it's like, the way that they're presenting it is like the pressure of being yeah, Captain I, I, America is getting to him and you know, he he's not getting the results that they want. So he's going to do everything in his power because he is a super talented, super smart soldier. He's going to do everything in his power to get the job done. And that means crossing lines and, and following, uh, you know, Sam and Bucky to the ends of the earth to try to, you know, complete this mission. My only question I've I've actually been wanting to ask this since the beginning, is he a super soldier or just a really good soldier?
0: He's just a really good soldier. He proved that by, he got his ass kicked by the super soldiers fairly easily. Oh, okay. All Um, right. I had to ask that. That was so, but you, because
1: there are 20 files and we only know of
0: Lean into one of the, you just led me into one of my questions was, right. By end of the series, will one of these two things happen or will both happen? One, John Walker takes the super soldier serum Mm -hmm. and two, is John Walker going to die? Because how many scenes have we seen of Bucky and Sam with the shield in trailers? And we have not seen that unless that's a flashback and Bucky's allude to, I'm going to take this from John. So does he take the serum? Is he going to die? Ryan
2: yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah I think yeah. I think so and I, I do love it because it's it's he's a character that obviously I want to see him kind of get on the Falcon and the Winter Soldier's trail and, and put a little bit more pressure on that you know because it's good TV but yeah I don't like him so it's just like it's really just like no nah, you're, you're not the guy who should be in this uniform you shouldn't be holding that shield so I want him to take it and then just be like, um, have like a really terrible allergic reaction to it. Just be like, oh, my
0: throat—it's like me like with oh. Um <laughs> uh, But you, so you think he? But you think by series end he is dead? I—he's an end, I should say.
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't really know truthfully what place he has uh, in the MCU after.
0: Because I think. Battlestar does like his, his side, his, his partner. I could see him sticking around and being a part of Falcon and winter soldier season two, but not mm-hmm. John Walker.
2: Yeah. Um, I think, um, I, unless like uh, maybe, no, I think, I think that he would die. I I do. Um, unless it was one of those things where seven years from now, we're like, hey, you know who came back? Kurt Russell's son.
0: Me. <laughs> <Neat. laughs> he looks even more like Kurt Russell. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> he's so kind now. He's got one eye. And he's coming from Snake for some reason. Um,
2: um, yeah, I don't think he's got much, the trajectory that he's on, I don't think people are going to be like, yeah, let's see more of that guy.
0: That's true. You um, know. Al, do you think, one, he takes the super soldier serum, and two, does he is he still alive by the end of this season?
1: Yes, he takes it. Yes, he's alive.
0: Liar. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, yes, well, he- yes, he's alive, but is he still Captain America?
1: No. So, because what did Erkstein say? What is, Ir- yeah, exactly. What did Erkstein say in Captain America First Avenger before Steve takes the serum? It, you know. If you're good, it amplifies good. If it's bad, it amplifies bad. I think he's going to take the CRM become a more extreme version of Captain America. You know, becomes the U.S. agent, becomes whatever. Like, uh, I think Super Patriot is actually what he was first before
0: anything above all. Uh, when when John Walker reads so terribly in this current political climate.
1: Correct. So that's what I'm thinking. I think that's the point. I think he becomes the extreme American. He becomes the the Captain America. For the right wing media, like in the sense of so what like,
0: you're saying, balls. is his the back of his pickup truck is going to be a lot of flags and no room <laughs> for hauling and in.
1: all and just truck nuts uh, everywhere. You know what I mean? All no, I
0: just the silver truck balls, which I'm just like, is that like? What do you get out of that? <laughs> like I got balls in the back of my truck. Cool.
1: Why yeah. the balls are on the back and the truck of my dick. That's what they're saying. <laughs> no, I'm just. I, I feel that. I feel <laughs> that we get. <laughs>
0: Nobody yeah. jokes I'm not gonna make. Oh, I know.
1: So. I I think we just get the if he definitely takes it, the way that they said, Oh, there's 20 vials and they've only used eight, I'm like, if he hasn't eaten already, he's going to take it because that's the thing that it probably separates him from being in his eyes, yeah. like, oh, the only way I could be Steve Rogers is if I become Steve Rogers and exactly yeah. and you amplify the shitty parts of you and the reason that he's going to take it in the first place is he's going to be so down he's going to be so low that he's going to say that this is the only way that i can become captain america to everyone but it's going to be the worst version of him instead of the best version of him. so i think that's it and i think that gives you a good adversary for season two and that's the reason i don't think he does hmm. simple as that
0: oh just simple as that all right simple as that <laughs> uh any it's other a, it's a free villain It's a free market. True. Um, Is there any other, any theories that you guys have before we move into our final segment, any theories that you guys have?
1: uh, You brought up up, uh, Battlestar sticking with us. I think it would be kind of cool for him to like, I don't know, go under um, Falcon's wing and become like the new Falcon. And that'd be kind of cool. I know there, I think, I think they, Confirmed, someone who actually becomes a new Falcon is in the show. What yes, is his that, name?
2: It's the kid. It's like the kid, like on his first mission. Um, oh, is, is that Wyatt?
0: Isaiah's nephew?
2: No, he's no. the Patriot. But in like, and when Falcons on his first mission, the guy Torres that he's yeah, like,
0: that's, the oh, new yeah he, that's, that's the new Falcon. Yeah, he's like guy. a he, bit of a he's a bit of a dum dum though. Like I'm I know. just like he talks. Like, but he's a good soldier. He's, he's good just, soldier. A, but he's so like very brave. He's, guys. he's a very dumb. He <laughs> he just like, hey, like the whole thing in episode one, he's just like, instead of being like, listen, they think you're a flag smasher. Go with them. Find stuff out. He's immediately like, oh, they punched a dude. Let me pull my gun and try to arrest yeah. a super soldier. It's he a good dude. Dunce. Yeah. Like, he literally just tossed, picked him up over his head like a pizza, and broke his rib cage on like a a paved road. Stop! Think
1: I, think the, I think the best question that you haven't asked yet is, do we get more Red Wing? Because I think we were get shipped. I it's fucked up because we didn't get a lot of Red Wing in Civil War when he's introduced to you know the live action universe. Yeah, get him in the brief scene in the beginning. And then we, it's again, it's like another tease here. I'm like, fuck, it's a drone. Mm. It's not, can't be that expensive to fucking produce. Well, he hasn't
0: hasn't been the Falcon for a a little bit in the series. So, I mean, he hasn't got the suit back on. I mean, I'm I'm sure repairs take a while, you know, who who knows if you put Toros in charge of it, he's, I mean. If he doesn't have like a fleet,
1: if he doesn't have like a fleet of Red Wings, I'm going to riot.
0: You're not, but you know, okay. No, definitely not going to. It's just like that would be the worst. Like, like Dayx Mock, and all of a sudden it's just like, oh yeah, well I've got backup, and it's like five thousand Red Wing drones. It's, it's and-
1: literally the plot of Iron Man Three. So <laughs> yeah,
0: it's the Iron War. Um, yeah. Any other? It's, it's the Armory Wars,
1: and that is uh, already announced on Disney Plus. It's Don Cheadle, right? Yeah.
0: Nice. Oh, do we see? More if is they not?
1: don't bring back Justin Hammer, oh. I will riot.
0: That's a good reason to riot, though. Yeah. Like,
1: where the fuck has he been since Iron Man 2? We what is Justin a Hammer?
0: Power broker. Broker. Oh my... Imagine it's Sam Rockwell <laughs> Justin Hammer as the power broker. Shit. Because remember... This, remember he just said he would be begging for it. And Justin Hammer is a weak character. Yeah. So, I mean, like... <sighs>
1: Yeah, yeah, that's the would, only
0: but it problem. It wouldn't yeah.
1: work. It wouldn't work, but that'd be great. I, I literally bring him back in any capacity. Mm-hmm. I need him back in the MCU. He was amazing. One of the exactly. best introductions, like one of the best, like just like one brief moment of stardom in the MCU is was, was uh, Sam Rockwell, Justin oh, Hammer.
0: Just bring back Mickey Rourke. Is uh, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, just don't do it. Wrestler's a great movie. He was good. Getting- Russell's a great movie, but he is terrible as Whiplash. Yeah, I called him Omega Red. Sorry, I was thinking of
1: <laughs> no. Think like he's, been, he's been long rumored to to do something
0: in somewhere. I'm Whatever, right. when the, my X Men, the new X Men, probably. Uh, uh, someone also threw out that the the um, we keep trying to make fetch happen with this that uh, Selby, that character, was a mutant, and this was the well, the,
1: the match, match apparently is a big. Me, uh, like a X X-Men Men uh, yeah. location. So people were like, oh, they announced Magic Board. That means the X Men are going flips table. Like,
0: yeah, they yeah. said, everyone's just
1: waiting and waiting yeah, like, for them to, to drop the X word or
0: drop the M word in terms of yeah. mutants. Grampier, or someone like you could have done it. Just fucking
1: do it. Yeah, brought, <laughs> if we had him on this week, he would have been like, they said Madripoor, Poor, but they didn't say the mutants. <laughs> Not the right
0: M-word, guys. Yeah. Um, so let's if we have no other theories or or thoughts on uh the future of the show through any characters, let's move on to our final segment where we rate this episode on a scale of one to ten shields. So, Al, your here i didn't could think. Of i was like because you're i was gonna say ryan's the guest of honor i'm like al you're oh shit what's the word i'm looking for you're my co-host hey you're I'm
2: available
1: home. can
0: you hey, just get here your- you're alive what's your thoughts
1: <laughs> you're you're awake still right um no that's no, you know the, that's well, a lie. you're not awake. what what a great segue bill um yeah uh, i would give this episode seven and a half shields out of ten i thought it was the weakest of the bunch But I thought the first two episodes were fantastic. I definitely, I think I rated like, uh, respectively, like eight, nine or something like that last week.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to go eight and a half. This is my Mm -hmm. favorite episode of the series uh, because um, I liked it. It was a little more, you know, yeah, there was a lot of exposition in here, but we got a kick-ass introduction, a reintroduction of Sharon Carter uh, with a, just a new coat of paint on her, which I thought was pretty cool. We got m- by, one of my favorite Marvel villains back in there just being cool as hell and funny and just adding this new sense of suspense and uh, uneasiness to every episode. Um, also broke up, I think, and I'm going to say the monotony a little bit of this Sam and Bucky not getting together, not being on the same page, because I thought there was a, some really good moments that uh, he helped um, – uh that he was kind of the catalyst for especially from bucky talking about the talk about the symbol of captain america and stuff i thought that was pretty cool uh and it was a great some great lines from Sebastian stan and uh yeah i thought madripoor is just a really cool set piece we got a lot of really dope action sequences and we've set for and now and we keep this moral ambiguity uh going of like okay well the flag smashers while wow, they're saying they're doing all this stuff for people who are in need but yet they're willing to sacrifice to other people and uh we and then you know as much as we're talking about heroes we're talking about how uh sharon was disavowed and also we bring up how isaiah was uh, once again how isaiah bradley was treated horribly uh as basically a test subject for the government and discarded and um yeah i, I was like i like that we're i like that we have these questions then. We bring Wakanda into it at the end. It's just like okay, cool. And and I it was said this before the show. I'm never drawn to watching these episodes. I'm just always like eh, I'll get to it. And then when I watch them, I'm like that was awesome. <laughs> I don't know my problem, but uh, who knows? I need to drink more, I guess, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: probably not. Ryan,
2: uh, I'm going to give it a seven. Um, I really, really thought that the the first two were really strong, and this was good. I really like, uh, you know, more characters kind of getting into the mix, Uh, you know, so it's not just, uh, you know, pretty like one note, but, uh, you know, again, with all those people coming in, there's more questions and I'm sort of, I know we've only got three episodes left, so we're going to be getting there pretty quickly. Um, I just kind of want to get the show moving. I want to get a little bit more choo choo in my choo choo train um so i'm i'm going to go with 7 that's that's where i'm at i think um but i'm very much looking forward to what's in store
0: excellent okay so let's let's wrap up the episode with our uh, weekly pop culture recommendations of course these recommendations could be from any um part of the pop culture spectrum whether a podcast comic books uh tv movies music whatever they may be i'm going to go real quick i'm going to recommend you're right right you're like cracking up over there but I... i'm good what did i do <laughs> Nothing. No. all right um i think i did something i made. you did a...
2: something no I made... you didn't i swear to god
0: okay i'm going to recommend oh as the hardy tank known as al's dog wanders into the uh, podcast area slowly like dad gotta go out <laughs> um I'm going to recommend Gangs of London, which just premiered on Sunday night on AMC. This show is uh, produced and directed by, I believe it's Gareth Evans, who created, who directed The Raid. Um, I did show, not know about this. Yeah, well, this show originally, I mean... r- originally premiered in the UK in 2020. Um, and then it was one of the f- first titles to use for AMC+. Plus. It is now uh, debut uh, Sunday, April 4th, uh, right after the Walking Dead's finale, which I took forever to get through and I didn't want to watch it. And I, oh, I, I caught like the last two minutes. I was just like, God, I'm so glad I stopped watching this fucking show. <laughs> um, but gangs of London is basically uh, it's starring Joe Cole of Peaky Blinders, Michelle Fairley of game of Thrones, Cole Meany. Uh, it's a very stylized uh, crime drama about you guessed it, gangs of London. Uh, Cole Meany somehow is murdered and he's the head of this mafia syndicate and Joe Cole is uh, hell bent on finding out who killed him. Um, this is a very the first episode. If you watch the trailer, it's like all muscles and guns and karate and stuff, and it's awesome. This episode is not that. It is a very big table set, setting this expansive world of this of this criminal organization, and then ends it with an absolutely incredible fight sequence. Uh, I think that might have all been done in one shot. Um, that includes a guy just basically taking like part of a pen and just stabbing the shit out of guys as he runs through an alley. And you're just like, wow, not expecting that. To warn people up front, AMC does not, and I repeat, does not censor anything on this show. So they're dropping the F-bombs, that classic British C-bomb that I dare not say on a podcast in America – uh, and the violence is hyper violence It's very bloody. So this is a hard R show. So you, if you're have kids make sure they don't watch this. Cause this is, well, this is a rough one to get through, especially at AMC on 10 o'clock at night, but it's streaming now on AMC plus the whole series. If you have it, it's on AMC on Sunday nights, at 10 PM. Um, if you just have regular television. So gangs of London, that's my recommendation. Sweet. Ryan, what do you, what do you, what do you got?
2: Uh, okay, so I was going to recommend <clears throat> Later by Stephen King. Which is <laughs> that just came out. I'm only three pages in because it was a very busy weekend. Right. So I'm officially going to suggest that everyone watch Waking Ned Divine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a hell of a pick.
1: Again, this is a audio podcast and Ryan brought both the book and the dvd phenomenal uh I, <laughs>
2: this like a nervous that. student i was like in my bedroom and i was like Whoop. i was like i'm just gonna grab whatever i can for show and tell <laughs> but i love waking <laughs> Ned divine you should it's it's a, a feel-good comedy so. be about
0: a funeral <laughs> <laughs>
2: you're gonna love it
0: <laughs> it's irish so i probably have to love it i think it's like by law uh, al um i mean is there a new song by phoenix do you have to recommend or something
1: not yet but i'm waiting that's, that's my shit. Um, no, I I will say as an added bonus to mine, if you have never seen the raid and raid two, raid one is great. Raid two is even is even better. I can yeah, I can sure. I, it's fucking phenomenal. Um, yeah. As a that's a double feature, you know, for your weekend if you haven't if you don't have plans, like get on that. Some of the Very best great. action sequences you will ever watch, and if you like the movie Dread with Carl Urban, it's basically the raid. So. Go watch the raid one and two. Uh, no, my pick is actually a new series on HBO Max called Need for Love.
0: Oh, I have I have to watch that right after this podcast. You do. Um, the first podcast the, tomorrow.
1: <laughs> the first three episodes are now on HBO Max. Um, I don't want to give a lot away because of um, it's it's that kind of show that you want to you don't want to know a lot going in. You can watch the trailer; it'll hook you in immediately. But basically, it's like a comedic black mirror in the sense of not the every episode is different, but more of the technology, uh, you know, uh, uh not dystopian, but like more of like a, a kind of a glimpse into our future or potential future, but a very comedic approach to it. It's a very dark comedy. Um, just go watch it. It's pretty awesome. I've only watched episode one. I was kind of hooked.
0: They're quick, they're quick episodes right they're only 25 yeah yeah
1: they're like good things they're like 30 minutes up. oh yeah, 30 minutes
0: i have to add one on to mine because i would be so remiss because this movie was utterly ridiculous everyone should watch it go watch king kong versus godzilla or godzilla oh. kong, whatever <laughs> I'm you to want say. To. bad
1: trip because i just watched that on netflix <laughs>
0: cool <laughs> i don't even know what that is uh well, that's
1: that, that eric andre like jackass like movie oh It wasn't bad, actually. It was pretty funny. It
0: was good. Kong versus uh, Godzilla versus Kong, guys. It's on HBO Max. It's a little under two hours. Basically, if you were like me and were like, God, there are way too much about people in these Godzilla movies, like, where's Godzilla? This is the movie for you because this (laughs) is a lot of (laughs) monsters punching shit, monsters breaking shit, and just a lot of special effects. It is a big, dumb, fun two hours. And I highly recommend it. It's just really fun, and like the special effects are amazing, and it's just a lot of action, and it's like the perfect, just popcorn movie right now. I think it's one of the, and it did really well at the box office domestically, which everyone's like, I no one, everyone was in shock how well it did, but yeah, it's on HBO like Max
1: right now. Six million, like the three or four day weekend,
0: or something crazy. Yeah, and and it's like. It was just, it's just such a fun movie. Just go check it out. If you are just like smashing and fun stuff and like the human stuff they have in there, it's a nice breakup, which it should, should have been in the first place. It's a nice breakup from all the sci-fi. So yeah, really mm-hmm. works. Kong, Godzilla versus Kong at, at, and Gangs of London. So guys, that's this week's podcast. So Ryan, uh, t- you know, tell people where they can find you on social media or if you got any stuff you, they, you want them to check out of your, your comedy,
2: uh yeah, yeah yeah um you can follow me on instagram uh ryan Berry was only joking uh, and that's oh thanks bill i a name <laughs> i follow you now too uh excellent you haven't liked anything no I'm kidding <laughs> um Bobby. yeah so so um i don't know maybe i'll get a new iphone soon and start putting some more videos out and we'll see what happens
0: uh alfred uh while well, you're at the ranch and over there, when you're not in the hot tub, where can people mm-hmm. find you on social media?
1: You can find me at Al Manorino on Twitter,
0: verified, which we verified on Twitter, which no one knows why. I mean, I know, but yes. it's it's not a great story. And then I worked the at a job, and they said you're verified now. <laughs>
1: sure. um, and then on Instagram, I'm trying, I'm attempting poorly to post one photo a day from my archives because I am a occasional photographer i'm trying to post one photo a day for 365 days this month's theme is my son so if you want to see pictures of my son parker go on at almanarino on instagram but you can also see the previous month was all black and white photos from the archives and then i believe the month before was comic con related ones and the yep. month before some of my favorite concert photos I really have run out of themes already month four. So eh, we'll see what happens in month five. Uh, your wife. No, I'm <laughs> yeah,
0: just pictures. I'll,
1: I'll, I'll save that for her wife birth. sleeping.
0: Oh God.
1: <laughs> she would murder
0: me. No, she won't. She sleeps for everything. I think no, yeah. uh, you do. I do. I do. Uh for me, if you must follow me, I'm at BodkinWrites on Twitter, where it's mostly just retweeting Pop Break stuff and stuff about wrestling. So, yay for me. Uh, but most importantly, I want you to check out ThePopBreak.com. Every single day, we're talking about film, TV, music, anime, comic books, digital trends, pro wrestling. It's WrestleMania week, so we have a million posts going up. Um, like I said, I've got uh, Gangs of London review and Law and & Order Organized Crime review going up that show is basically like, Hey, if you like a low in order, you're going to love this show. If you actually like uh, entertaining stuff, you're going to have a lot of problems with it. So that's that review saved you a minute. Um, but uh, check out pop break on Twitter at the pop break, of course, uh, at the pop break on Instagram, forward slash, forward slash pop break.com. I'll spell on Facebook, uh, you know, rate review and subscribe to this podcast. Of course, check out all our podcasts. We have pop break TV, a um which has a ton of shows on there and uh we also have the break goodbye to all of the no sorry the break and the winner still is and the way too early oscar podcast all of those podcasts can be found on apple google anchor and spotify and for the rest of this week i will uh be on tv break which drops i believe which drops either this week or next week with myself and alex marcus and Josh Sarnecki talking about television including um made for love well that's our feature review for this month i will be hosting the all elite podcast which is an aew uh, wrestling podcast with kyle masters that drops on spotify twitch and youtube i'm doing that on the day this podcast drops and i will be a guest on the bob culture podcast doing wrestlemania picks where i will probably have to get drunk through that because i cannot stand wrestlemania this year so for our resident guest ryan barry for Italian Al Manorino. I am Bill Bodkin saying thanks for joining us and we'll see you next week or maybe we have answers who the power broker really is.